We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Notre Dame fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. That's Ryan Roberts. I'm Brian Driscoll. It's Friday, and that means, Ryan, it is prediction time. We are going to kind of put our final little bow on the Notre Dame-Clemson game, talk about the magnitude of it again, talk about the recruiting weekend at hand. Then we'll kind of make our predictions and talk about how we think the game is going to go, how we think the game should go. And then we'll dive into, we'll obviously give our predictions. I'll share with you the predictions of the entire Irish Breakdown staff. We actually split this week, three to three. We had three people pick Notre Dame. Me, you, and we're going to a little, little teaser. Me, Ryan, and Sean Davis all picked Notre Dame. Vince, Sean, and Andrew all picked Clemson. So we'll talk about that. And then there's a lot of other games we're going to get into this weekend, Ryan. For sure, you know, we'll, obviously the people have questions about some games, but for sure we're going to talk about Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Texas, Kansas State. Wake, NC State, Oregon State, Washington, Florida, Texas A&M, Baylor, Oklahoma, Syracuse, Pitt, and Florida State, Miami, and we'll probably get into a few more, Ryan. But the big game this weekend for IB Nation, and really a game that's going to – I mean, look, we can talk about LSU and Georgia. I mean, LSU and Bama and Georgia and Tennessee, and those games obviously have a a much bigger impact on the national championship landscape for both – for three of those four teams involved in that. But this is one of those games where, you know, there's championship hopes on the line for one team, and then the other team is just looking to kind of salvage their season and finish on a strong note. But for Notre Dame specifically, this is a huge opportunity for Notre Dame because it's like if you're not going to be a championship program and Notre Dame is not going to make the college football playoff this year, obviously, can you have a say in it? And that's mm-hmm. going to be the interesting thing because over the next month, Notre Dame could have a, a legitimate opportunity to knock out two playoff caliber teams. USC has to still play UCLA the week before they play Notre Dame. So, you know, for all we know, they may get knocked out before they play Notre Dame. But, I mean, barring an upset, you look at USC schedule the rest of the way, Ryan, and, you know, they've got Cal this weekend at home. They've got Colorado at home. And then they play UCLA. Uh, they play Colorado on a Friday night. Then they play UCLA the week before that they, they play Notre Dame. So 
there's a chance there for Notre Dame to knock them out if they're able to handle their business. So that's what's at stake for Notre Dame is you can still put your prints on the college football playoff this year by what you do on the football field. And that's yep. kind of what's in front of Notre Dame. And obviously Clemson is step one. And on top of that, Ryan, huge, huge recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it's massive. And I think that when you look at it from all angles, Brian, like short term, long term, there's a lot riding on this game for Notre Dame. You know, I mean, you're a top five matchup play, playing a top five team in your home stadium, a place where you haven't played particularly well this year. You get to play against a team that has been one of the top of college football for the last X amount of years. The last time you played them in the regular season in 2020. They obviously came out with the victory, but there was a little bit of an asterisk next to that game, right? Because Trevor Lawrence didn't play, Tyler Davis didn't play. There were a couple Mike key contributors didn't. Yep, right. didn't play. Yeah, Mike Jones. They didn't play in that football game. This game, there's no excuse for Clemson in this one, right? Like they're they're healthy or they're Notre healthy, Dame. right? Or or Notre, Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. So right. there's no asterisk next to this game. There's no but next to this game. Notre Dame has a gigantic opportunity to not only beat a top five team on national television to be able to show that there's progress, but also the long-term implications, Brian, is that like, hey, in order to be that team at the top, of course, you need to beat the bad teams on your schedule or the underwhelming teams on your schedule, but you also need to beat those top dogs, right? And Clemson's been a top dog, so short-term, long-term, a lot of implications in this game, a lot of opportunities for Notre Dame. And like you said, even with a couple cancellations from a couple recruits that we just got wind of this morning, you're still looking at 60-plus recruits that are going to be on campus this weekend from the 2023, 2024, 2025, and even 2026 recruiting classes. So getting that opportunity in front of them, on the sideline, in the stands, to show to these recruits where this program is heading, not only is it a big game for the current players, the current staff, all the Notre Dame fans out there and supporters – 
It's also huge for the future of Notre Dame football. So just a tremendous opportunity for Notre Dame Saturday night, 7.30 Eastern. Big one, big one, big one. I can't wait. I'm going to be there. So very excited about that. We're going to be tailgating this weekend at Irish Breakdown. We're going to be in stadium lot. So we're going to be right in front of the stadium. Uh, had somebody step up big last night because we were actually contemplating, you know, maybe not be able to do it because we just have like one tent. And if it's going to be raining, I mean, there's no way to have the food and all of us and people there. So it was just kind of like, yeah, it's going to stink. So we had somebody step up last night and and, and offer us our, our, our chance to kind of hang out with them at their place. We have the IB flag hanging over by the tent, but it's going to be four tents kind of stacked up there. So we'll have the food there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a big, 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 big weekend, Ryan. We've talked all week about what's at stake here, right? Notre Dame <clears throat> has a chance to, you know, gain momentum. You know, they have a chance to have a big win over a top team, second big, second win over an AC, or third win over a big, you know, one of the better ACC teams. You could make a case that if they beat Clemson, they will have beat three of the top three teams in the ACC. I would say at least three of the top four. I mean, you know, three of the top five, I should say. I think, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Wake Forest still deserves conversation here, depending on how the season plays out, right? Uh, you could argue that that maybe if Florida State gets hot down the stretch, they might be in that conversation. But I, I think for for certain right now, uh, you know, NC State, if they can rally back after losing Devin Leary, they haven't looked great since he's gone down. We'll talk about that later. But I, I think for sure Clemson, North Carolina right now are the cream of the crop in the ACC. And then Syracuse is obviously – in that conversation as well. And we'll see how they handle Pitt today. We'll talk about that game as well. But a lot of a lot at stake for both teams. You know, right now Clemson's a team that a lot of people don't believe in. They think they're overrated. They're not, you know, they're banking on past, you know, what they've been in the past, which is kind of funny because I'm like, uh, isn't that same the reason, same reason Alabama's sixth, right? I mean, isn't isn't you know, isn't that true for several people right now? But this is a chance for Clemson to go on the road against a, a, a quality Notre Dame team and show that they're a top-four team. And this is a chance mm -hmm. for Notre Dame to say, hey, that team we were against Marshall and Stanford, that's not us. We're the team that you saw against against Pitt, or I mean, against Syracuse and, and North Carolina. And that's really what this game comes down to for Notre Dame, right, as far as what's at stake. Who are you? Right. I mean, that's the question. Who are you as a team? We don't know yet. Did you mm -hmm. just happen to have a couple good games where your talent shined through in spite of other things, and that's why you beat Syracuse and North Carolina? Right now, that's who Notre Dame is, right? I mean, because mm -hmm. a lot they've had more uh, games than they've had good games, you know. And and so, but this game is the thing where if you're able to win this game, Ryan, you put a lot of that behind you. Doesn't go away, as we said. You put it behind you, and you say, okay, now they're playing like the team they thought they we thought they could be, and you can kind of go into the rest of the month of November with a lot of a lot of momentum. So that's what's really exciting about this. You know, the night game adds something to it. The big recruiting game adds something to it. I'm, I'm excited about this. And it's time, you know, as we get ready to give our predictions and how we see the game going out, you know, playing out. I, this is Those are the things I get excited about. You know, Marcus Freeman said, this is what you come to Notre Dame for. And, and what I would say is, well, this is why I love covering Notre Dame. It's for games right. like this. And honestly, you know what I like about this schedule this year? It's just, there's more games like this on it. Mm -hmm. You know, where last year's kind of like, Cincinnati and then what else you know before the season we were like Wisconsin's not as good as people think you know North Carolina's not going to be as good as people think USC's not good it's just kind of like Cincinnati and what else you know 2020 was set up to be a really fun year and then the COVID stuff shook up that schedule and it ended up not being a really good schedule outside of Clemson and then nobody could be there for it 2019 was a really weak schedule at home 
you know, and just like man, it's been a while since they've had some really good home games, and and this year was kind of no different until now. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's the thing is, but at least they've had some really good road games this year. But this is a chance for Notre Dame to say, hey, we're 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 good now, right? We right. we had some slip ups, but we're good now. Will they do it? I don't know, Ryan. Our Irish breakdown staff is split on that. So let's mm-hmm. dive into the prediction and kind of so we've talked about the magnitude. We we we've talked about that all week. Now let's dive into predictions. And I'm going to start by giving the predictions of the rest of our staff. And then I'll give Ryan an opportunity to first share his his prediction on the game. And we'll we'll uh how he thinks it's going to play out and we'll have some fun with it. So First of all, updated standings. Ryan, you are tied for second in the standings this weekend. And looking at the looking at the games, there's going to be some opportunities. The picks, there's going to be some opportunities for you to uh, perhaps climb up the rankings a little bit this week. So obviously, the Notre Dame game is going to be one because you are tied with Vince for second place. And Vince picked Clemson to win 28-24. Sean Styers also picked Clemson to win 24-17. Andrew McDonough. Picked Notre Dame to win or Clemson to win twenty to thirteen. Sean Davis picked Notre Dame to win twenty seven to twenty. So now it's time for you and I to share our picks, Ryan. So I will let you begin. Explain yeah. kind of what your score is and how you how you got there, how you see this game playing out. What gives you the confidence you have and what your prediction will be? For the most part, Brian, I feel like the staff was pretty even although there were different predictions to which side will win on what the score is going to kind of be, you know? And I feel like for me, I predicted Notre Dame 23 to 20, because I think that Notre Dame has everything that you look for that to and Clemson also to make this a little bit of a dogfight. You know, they have both teams are one of the teams that want to run the football, obviously at a, at a at a high volume and they want to do it well. Everything else kind of works off of the run game offensively for each team. Both teams boast good defenses. You know, we talked about Clemson with the front seven that they have. We talked about what Notre Dame's done pretty consistently throughout the season now. This has a chance, I think, and struggling quarterback play for both teams. Like I feel like these teams are a little bit of mirror images of one another in a lot of ways. So I think that this game is one that could be a little bit of a dogfight. And I think that for me, what I, what gives me confidence in where Notre Dame is trending is I felt like early in the year there was a little bit of an identity crisis with this Notre Dame team. I do feel like over the last couple games – you're starting to really see what Notre Dame wants to be as a football team, both offensively and defensively. Are there things that need to improve? Of course there is. Is there some things that still need to get figured out from an identity perspective? Yes. But I do think that there's a clearer picture of what this team does want to be. I feel like they have they've kind of answered the question of like, you know, is this team going to tap out or is this team going to kind of pack it in? I don't think they have, obviously, based upon what we saw last weekend. So I think Notre Dame wins in a dogfight. 20 to 23 to 20 really highly contested game and I but I think that Notre Dame has been in some some games that are you know closer than people anticipated they've had to win some ugly ones they've also won a couple very convincingly so I think when you look at this team I think the mental toughness is really going to shine through so give me Notre Dame 23 to 20 in a squeaker over Clemson in a little bit of a an ugly battle in uh in South Bend this weekend. Ryan, I've I've been kind of back and forth on how I was going to predict this game all week in regard to the score. But here's one thing I have not really been doubted this week, and that is that Notre Dame is going to win. And and there's 
there's no justification for that. Like, there's no, like, well, based on how they've played, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that's why I'm confident the Notre Dame is going to win. It's more of just a gut, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. I mean, I could sit here and I could explain this matchup and that matchup and this statistic and that statistic and, you know, home versus road, all these kind of things. And and, and the reality is, is we don't know what Notre Dame is going to do. We have This is such a hard team to predict because there have been such a dramatic difference in performances this season. You know, Notre Dame against North Carolina, then Syracuse and Ohio, Ohio State looks like a completely different team than Notre Dame against Marshall and and Cal and, and those type of teams. So, you know, that's kind of the thing that 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 makes it really, you know, difficult to do is is to say, I don't know what they're going to do. I have no clue if Drew Pine is going to play better. I have no clue if the defense is going to shut Clemson down. I have no clue how they're going to do it. So I'm just going to go off of my gut. And my gut is, I just feel like this team is going to come out ready to play. I don't think the issues we've seen at Notre Dame this year, Ryan, are are home versus away. I don't. We're going to find out if I'm right about that. I think the issues have been a, a team that has lacked some maturity and, and lacked some focus this year doesn't isn't able to get itself ready to play relative to the the competition that they're going to face. I think I think and it just so happened that all the teams they've played away from home have been pretty good teams or at least perceived to be by the players because it ultimately doesn't matter how good that team actually is. Like somebody mm-hmm. I, I think I said this earlier in the week somebody's trying to tell me well, you know, BYU that doesn't make sense cuz BYU hasn't won a game since. I said that's irrelevant. It's about this team's thoughts this team's thought process, this team's perception. BYU going into that game was a was the number 16 team in the country. I wasn't was BYU favored that game. I can't remember if BYU was favored in that game or not. I believe I, I believe was, they were. I, I believe they were. So, you know, you look at it that way, Ryan, and you say, you know, the the perception was that this was a really good football team. And then you 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 throw in the, the Las Vegas aspect of it and you throw in uh, you know, different things like that. This was perceived to be a big game for Notre Dame, North Carolina at the time. And some, some no, responses, well, you know, Notre Dame was actually three and a half point favorite uh, go at the day of the game or the day before the game. So if you, you look at the, you look at the, the uh, matchup against North Carolina, well, North Carolina hasn't beaten anybody. Well, okay. That may be true, but they were an undefeated team scoring over 50 points a game. The perception was this is going to be a really tough game. And then, of mm-hmm. course, last week against Syracuse. You, you may not think Syracuse, you and it, not you, Ryan, just generally speaking, a, a person may think Syracuse isn't that good. But the reality is Syracuse was 6-1, and one, number 16 in the country. They were creeping up on the top 10 until they lost to Clemson in a dogfight in a game. Those Notre Dame players popped in the film and watched them outplay Clemson for almost three quarters. Mm-hmm. Right? Got a 21-10 lead on Clemson. So the perception was we got to bring our A game. I think that's been more of their issue this year. And I think this is a game they're gonna be up. They're gonna be up for it. I, I don't think Drew Pine is as bad as he as he looked the last three weeks. The question is, is does can he shake out of that funk and play more like I think he's capable of? Or is this just he just can't get out of his own way? It's just too in his head. I don't know the answer to that. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna bet on Drew Pine this week, though. That's really what it comes down to. I think Drew's gonna be ready to play. And honestly, I think I think Tommy Reese is is hearing the noise. Um, I'm, I think he's hearing the criticism that we lobby, that other people lobby, that fans lobby. I know he's hearing it, and I feel like he, you know, say what you want about Tommy Reese, he's a pretty competitive dude. 
you know, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to look at this as an opportunity to go out and, and, and kind of shut people up. And I hope he does. I mean, cause that's going to be good for Notre Dame. So I think they can go, I think they can physically go toe to toe with Clemson. I think they can match Clemson in the trenches. I think they can match Clemson athlete for athlete. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. The question is, can they can they match Clemson's focus and can they match Clemson's execution? That's mm-hmm. the question. And I right. believe that they will. And that's why I predict Notre Dame to win 27 to 20. Now, I could see a scenario where Notre Dame wins by more be, mm-hmm. by pouring it on late if they get up and Clemson has to try to go outside of their comfort zone to try to do things to get a score and then Notre Dame pounces and puts it away. I think Notre Dame will be the better team tomorrow. Now, again, there's no statistical analysis that supports that. There's no film analysis that supports that. That's my gut. I'm just being honest where I came to that, right? I just, I look at these two teams, Ryan, and as I break down film, and I'm curious if you've had this thought too, Ryan, you know, when I break down film, like even last week in Syracuse, like there's times like, man, they're going to, they're going to destroy Syracuse. And then there's other times I'm like, I don't know about that. That concerns me a little bit, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I felt that way that week. I felt, I mean, clearly felt that way against Ohio. So I was like, I think they can beat them, man, but this is going to be hard. That's going to be tough. This is going to be tough. North Carolina, I really felt like they're going to beat North Carolina, but there were times where I was like, boy, oh, this is going to be a tough matchup, you know? And so I got, sometimes I'll, I'll just, I'll be a little, you know, man, boy, I don't know, man. I just, this is going to be this week. I just, from the moment I started, I mean, I've watched Clemson on TV this year. Mm-hmm. But from the moment I popped in Clemson's film all week, I just kept saying, this is a mat- this is a good matchup for Notre Dame. They don't do a ton of the things that give Notre Dame problems. They, yep. you know, s- quarterback runs is about the only thing. Like they're not real dynamic like they used to be. They're not just the the elite man, this defense, boy, you just can't handle the speed of this defense. You just, you know, they just blitz at you from, I mean, it's, they're just not who they've been. They're still a very good football team, but for whatever reason, Ryan, I don't know why, as I, as I break down the film, I just don't get that. Oh man. My only concern this week is will Notre Dame show up and play its game? I mean, that's, that's the only question I have where other times I'm like, you know, even if Notre Dame plays okay, North Carolina can hurt you. Ohio State can hurt you. Mm-hmm. Syracuse can hurt you. This is one of those games. Was like if Notre Dame plays their game, I don't. It's just it's the individual matchup against Clemson. I just feel like Notre Dame matches up really well against them, and that's where a lot I, of my confidence comes from. And I, I agree with you in that take because again, I think that there's mirror images to this team to Clemson in the sense that I think that Notre Dame can match the physicality and the talent level up front. I do right. Like I think that. When you look at a matchup of Joe Walt versus Miles Murphy, for instance, or one of the other former five-star defensive ends and Blake Fisher or Jared Patterson versus Brian Brissett or Tyler Davis, I feel like Notre Dame can win enough of those matchups to come out victorious. I think the difference between this Clemson team and years past is when Clemson was at its top, Brian, like, yeah, they were still really good in the trenches, obviously, defensively especially, right? Like they always had guys on the defensive line. But when they were at their peak, they also had guys like Mike Williams, like Justin Ross, like T. Higgins at wide receiver. Cornerback, they've had guys like A.J. Terrell and Taiwan Mullen and – not Taiwan Mullen, Trayvon Mullen. Taiwan's his little brother that plays at Indiana. But they have – they've always had these corners. They've had these wide receivers that are just NFL-level dudes, right? Like they've had those guys. This team doesn't really have that, right? Like they still have some nice wide receivers like – Joseph and God is a good football player. He is, 
Bo Collins is a pretty good football player, but they're not the difference maker dynamic right. players they've had at the position. Cornerback wise, they have some talent there, but they don't have there's no Andrew Booth out there, right? There's no AJ Terrell out there. Like they just don't have that guy right now on the roster. So I think the spots that had generally made you worry about this situation, and they obviously don't have a Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback either, but the difference maker at those positions, the very important positions in the past for Clemson just aren't what they have been. So your thought process, and this is why I think it's going to be a kind of a tight and a little bit of a dogfight, is that I think Notre Dame is good in a lot of the same places that Clemson is also good. So again, this is a, a movable object versus a, you know, versus, versus, a, a, versus a, you know, a, a full forced sledgehammer coming at it, right? Mm-hmm. Like what's going to break? There's going to be a breaking point in this game. There is, there's going to be a breaking point. Cause I thought, I think that Notre, this game, a lot, some people I've seen on Twitter and such and have said, you know, Clemson's going to run away with this. And I, I just don't see that, man. I really don't. Could I it happen? Be, sure. Sure. It could, but I think but much I, yeah. more likely, much more likely yeah. this is a highly contested game, which tells me if this is a highly contested game where teams are matching blow for blow, there's going to be a breaking point. <clears throat> and in those high-pressure situations, which team is going to make a play, going to make a series of plays? Which team is going to rise to the occasion? I am right. interested to see if Notre Dame gets Clemson's back to the wall early in this game how they respond to it. Because I think that Notre Dame has shown me over the last couple weeks, particularly last week, that there might be some mental toughness to this team. You know, like, again, it could have been easy for them to fold. So I'm interested in two physical teams that make their living off of being dominant in the trenches, running the football, stopping the run. Which team breaks when that breaking point happens? That's what I'm looking for this weekend. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, Ryan, I think I think you need to hit the nail on the head. I, I look, could Clemson blow this game out? Sure. I mean, Notre Dame could go again if Notre Dame plays like they did against Stanford and Marshall and Cal. Clemson's going to win convincingly. If Notre Dame plays like they did, you know, we've done this right. We've done this all week, and that's that's the thing is like, am I going to tell someone you're nuts if you think Clemson's going to blow Notre Dame out? No, I'm not going to tell you you're nuts because I don't know what freaking version of Notre Dame is going to show up this weekend. But, Ryan, the other part of this, too, is is what, what needs to be acknowledged is Notre Dame has a chance to win this game convincingly if if Clemson's not doesn't bring their A game, right? I mean, that's the other mm-hmm. thing, too, is I'm anticipating both teams bringing it this weekend. That That's where I'm coming from. There's always the things where, like, like for example, you know, you, you look at certain games and you say, you know, Georgia plays Alabama in the SEC title game and Alabama smacks them. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, they wouldn't play it in the championship game. Did the same thing happen again? No, the reverse happened. I mean, out Georgia won the game. Why? Because you're not the same team every single Saturday, even if right. you're playing the same team. You know, you look at Georgia 2017 when Georgia goes and plays Auburn on the road in the regular season what was it, like 40 to 17 they lost. Mm-hmm. And then they go play again in a rematch in the SEC title game and Georgia smacks them. You know, so it just what version of you is going to show up today? I right. think both of these teams are going to at least bring their B plus games. I do. If mm-hmm. one of them does it, then it'll be a convincing win for the other team. I, I, I believe so. But uh, I, you know, I just I have confidence in this Notre Dame team, and and it's not confidence they've necessarily earned, Ryan. It's sure. not. It's just sure. the feeling I've had all week, and yeah, I could be wrong. So it, it when if you if you I, the reason I, I'm clear on this because I want people to understand why I'm picking it this way. It's not like, oh, you know, you break it down. And I mean, if you break it down, like you said, right, these are two pretty evenly matched teams. They are. You know, and and very similar. We talked about that all week. Very similar in a lot of different ways. So that's kind of uh, – that's where I'm at with this game, right? And that's why I predict the way that I predicted. I could see Notre Dame winning this game convincingly if mm-hmm. if Clemson has an off day. Now, sometimes an off day can be because of the other team. Right. I mean, Ryan, you played football, right? I mean, sometimes it's like, yeah, we had an off day. Why? Because that other team smacked us in the mouth and they schemed us well. And you know what I mean? Like we had an off, like we had a a coach against Mount Union in the playoff. We had an off day that day. Why? Because Mount Union made us have an off day. You know what I mean? Like we won 41 to nothing the previous round of the playoff. Right. It's just we had an off day because of them. You know, it's, it's not <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's not always self-inflicted when you have a bad day. Like, I feel like we don't always give enough credit to like, hey, there's some good players on the other side of the field usually. Right. right? Like those guys could just have had a good day, which caused us to have a bad day. Like there's no shame in that. It just is what it is. Right. I mean, could there because because Brian, could there be a reality where Brian Brissy has the career? career game has the best game of his life and jared patterson still plays a pretty good game but brian Bercy is just a dude right like could that happen it's, it's possible yeah, sure it's possible yeah. very possible yeah you know and the same thing is true where brian Bercy is off and 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 rook is a little bit off and jared patterson and josh lug play the game of their lives and notre dame runs for 200 plus yards i mean exactly. there's all types of different scenarios it just depends on who brings it you know who brings it who executes the best you know which which struggling quarterback has the best day you know, who is better prepared to handle the elements? It looks like the rain is going to be, based on the latest weather reports, mm-hmm. actually, I, I haven't checked in a few hours. And as I've told you, if you if you know anything about northern Indiana, it's not as bad as when I lived in Colorado, Ryan. Uh, the yeah. the mantra in Colorado, you've heard it. It's other places like this. But if you don't like the weather, wait 15 minutes. You know, we'd sit there and it would like snow. We'd get like a foot of snow on a Monday. And by Wednesday, it, you didn't know it snowed and it was 70. I mean, it, it was <laughs> wild. But, you know, as, to, as of tomorrow, uh, looking by game time, by kickoff time, the chance of, of uh, rain is down to 5%. It's oh. as high as 58 at 9 a.m., as high as 50 in the afternoon at 1 p.m., 53. Then it goes down to 47, 38, 19, 15, 15, 5 at 7, 2 by 8, 2 by 9, 3 by 10, 3 by 11. So it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of that, but the wind is 17 to, you know, 13 to 21 miles an hour around that time. So, you know, who handles the elements? I hope that the elements aren't a factor. I, I want it to be a game where whoever wins, it's it's there's no, oh, gee, well, we might have done this. We might have done that if it wasn't for this or wasn't for that. You know, uh, we've talked about that in the 2015 game, right? Well, if it, I've had people say, well, if, it, if it's dry that day, Notre Dame wins. I'm like, yeah, if it's dry that day, 
Deshaun Watson throws for more than 90 yards and he shreds Brian Van Gorder's defense. Like that's what happens if it's dry that day, right? Like Notre Dame benefit was able to handle that element better than Clemson did. And so I've, I've laughed when people said, now what I've said is if Malik Zaire plays, I think Notre Dame wins that game. That's what I have said. But I, I think the weather that day helped Notre Dame more than it helped Clemson because you could say, well, Notre Dame had fumbles because of the weather. And I'd say, yeah, let me remind you, Deshaun Watson passed for 90 yards in that game, right? <laughs> against a Brian Van Gorder defense. Why? Because Clemson got a lead early and they didn't want to take a chance of, of you know, making a mistake. And so they just kind of ran it. And I'm actually going to pull his numbers up. He went, I was wrong. He didn't pass for 90 yards. He passed for 84 yards. He <laughs> went 10 of 21 for 84 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. So, I, yeah. I, I think the reason for that is because Brian Van Gorder just right. had an excellent game right. plan that day. See, now you, now you're just trolling. <laughs> now you're just trolling at this point in time. But in all seriousness, like I don't want that to be the case. I don't want there to be any excuses. You nailed it. There's no injuries that can factor into it, all those type of things. Yep. So I'm uh I'm very, very happy to I'm 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 looking I'm looking forward to this one. I'm really looking forward, mm-hmm. looking forward to this one. So and uh enough with the Jaden Greathouse decommitment stuff, people stop. Just stop. Did someone say that? Okay? Did someone say yeah, that? there's there's somebody, yeah, it's it's yeah, just chill out. Okay. He's visiting Texas with friends who are also looking at Texas. Yes. Trust me, Jaden Greathouse is very solid to Notre Dame. Go go so read my just, uh go just, read my visit yeah. preview of him exactly. yesterday if you want to hear what he's talking let's just about. Chill out a little bit, everybody. All right. Yeah. So anyway, Ryan, I picked Notre Dame. You picked Notre Dame. Uh, Sean Davis yeah. also picked Notre Dame. Sean and I had the same score. I was joking with him about that last night. Um, so I always make my pick before I see everybody else's, and so then I see oh Sean picked my score as well. So I had to had to uh, you know bust his chops a little bit about that one. Uh, as well mm-hmm. so that's it that's it for the Notre Dame prediction Ryan I, you know I, again a uh, big opportunity for Notre Dame really big opportunity for Notre Dame let's move on after this to some predictions of other scores but first we're gonna obviously before we go to the other predictions uh, obviously hit that like button everybody hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell and share this podcast <laughs> 